we're going to turn to Luke in chapter 8. Thank you, Zoltan, which is I'm going to pick up from where he left off before. So Luke in chapter 8. Uh, we just got back from, a number of us just got back from West Papua, or Papua in uh, uh, Jayapura. They've had a hall opening there just recently, and it's a very tough place to get revival. It's a very hard place to live. Um, and this is part of my talk here tonight is that the saints stand out and glow like beacons of light in a very dark place. Every street corner's got a different type of religion, and there's the saints. And I guess what it came out in my mind is the honesty of their heart and their approach to the Lord. So I want to talk about honesty tonight. And the word honesty in our language is quite a, an important part of our life. Honesty is the act of speaking and acting truthfully, in a good sense, it's noted. Uh, it's a res- it creates respect towards one another. Integrity is needful, and honesty and integrity are one in one. Honesty creates self-awareness. It is ethical, it doesn't lie, and it doesn't cheat. It is central to good core values, honesty. Shakespeare once wrote, the great writer, no legacy is so rich as honesty to an individual. Honesty builds trust. It is the conduit to how you will treat yourself to others, not frightened to have accountability, reliability and dependability. You don't mind people being a part of your life. Creates deeper and a more personal, loving relationship in marriage. It solidifies your bonds. It is essential to good relationships with others and most importantly with your God. Honesty is good, it's worthy, it's valuable and it's virtuous. If you look in the parts of the Bible in Acts chapter 6, They chose out seven men of honest report, as well as the Holy Ghost. Paul would write to the church in Rome, provide things honest in the sight of all men. He would further write, Paul, the apostle, uh, providing honest things in the sight of the Lord and men in Corinthians. He also would write, whatever you do, do that which is honest. In the Philippian church, people, he said, what's, amongst other things, he said, what's with things are honest? Think on these things. Peter would write, let your conversation among the Gentiles be honest. Paul wrote in, to the Hebrews, Paul willingly wanting to live a life honestly. Honesty with God changes us for the better and others watch our honesty as we take control. So in Luke in chapter 8, we talked about there, thank you Zoltan for not needing me to explain this uh, parable, but I want to pick it up from verse 15. But the one on the good ground, which you and I here tonight, are they which in an honest and good heart, having heard the word, keep it and bring forth fruit with patience. Uh, the Lord said that he was the word made flesh. Jesus Christ has an ability to uh, change our lives in such a dramatic way as we are all able to testify. And we heard from Sister Angela in her testimony how she was very appreciative of 
of being in the Lord in her, in her adult life and wanting a new and clean and pure life. So thank you for that too, Angela. And that's sort of through honesty that the Lord has given us. Without honesty, what are we? We're just a, a people from Adam to the time of Jesus Christ, for by one man disobedience reigned and death and uh, people's lives were ruination because of one man. There was, there was dishonesty abounding in the world. And then along came Jesus Christ, who did the exact opposite and provide an honest way of our escape from this world that we live in. Uh, if we go to Luke, further Luke 18, parable of a, of a people praying to the Lord. Two men in verse 10 went up into the temple to pray. The one, a Pharisee, self-righteous man, a righteous man, if you like, and the other, a publican, a Denigrate Jews despised a despised Jew who, who um, was a, a, against the rule people of the Jew and made their deals with the Romans, so they were despised greatly. And the Pharisee stood and prayed thus with himself: God, I thank thee that I am not as other men, extortioners, unjust, adulterers, or even as this publican. But I fast twice in the week and I give tithes to all that I possess. And the publican, standing afar off, would not lift so much as his eyes unto heaven, smote upon his breast, saying, God, be merciful unto me, a sinner. I tell you, this man went down to his house justified rather than the other. For every one that exalts himself shall be abased, and he that humbleth himself shall be exalted. Humility and honesty are so important. They were both honest, if you like, but one was full of uh, pride and ego. And in any of, uh, in honesty, if you apply pride or ego, it's a very toxic combination in any relationship. We're not to be hurtful or offensive to people, especially to our, our husbands or wives, whichever the case might be. So, um, we're honest with each other in our marriages and in our relationships that we might have. But here this, um, Pharisee, if you like, he was trying to be honest, but it was very toxic because it gave no uh, glory at all to anybody else, not to God, not to the people. You know, he makes the point about not even this publican comparing himself to that man. But the other guy, the publican, was very honest, but he was more honest towards God, and because of that he was able to be exalted and lifted up from his position that he was in. So we have honesty, but it doesn't give us a a license to be offensive. It doesn't give us a license to insult. Uh, many years ago, just before I was about to get married, um, I was speaking to someone I got some advice about um, how to have a good marriage. It's be 40 years next year. And the advice was um, we're all trying our hardest to please the Lord every day. And at some point in that day, we kind of fail, either by attitude or something in our day. But if you put a burden on your partner because you're trying to change them to suit what you think is needful, you're putting a burden upon them that is impossible. It's um, impossible to live by. So um, it's de destined for failure. So that's sort of what's saying, well, I want you to change, husband or wife. I want you to change this way. You need to do this. You need to do that better. You need to change here. You need to do all those sort of toxic honesties, if you like. 
But the message that was given to me was that rather the two of you pray to the Lord and say, Lord, you change us to your glory. You change us so that our marriage can be used for the furtherance of the gospel. And he went on to say that when you ask the Lord to change you and you're honest toward the Lord, he makes you closer because he knows the wife you need and the person knows the husband you that person needs. So we, we allow the Lord to change us through our honest heart and our appreciations and our moves toward the Lord. But we don't be toxic in our endeavours to be honest, if you, if you know what I mean. Let's go to also Luke in chapter 19. It's chapter over. And it says here in uh, Jesus verse 1, entered in and passed through Jericho. And behold, there was a man named Zacchaeus, which was a chief among the publicans. He was rich. He said before he was despised. He was a renegade. He was a collaborator with the Romans. And he was an accuser, false accuser. He got money illegally. He sought to see Jesus, who, who he was, and could not for the press because he was little of stature. He ran before and he climbed the puppet and sycamore tree to see him, for he was to pass that way. When Jesus came to the place, he looked up and saw him and said, Zacchaeus, make haste, come down, for today I must abide at thy house. Today, he said. And he made haste, verse 6, and came down and received him joyfully. And when he saw it, they all murmured, saying that he was gone to be guest with a man that is a sinner. Zacchaeus stood and said unto the Lord, Behold, Lord, the half of my goods I give to the poor, and if I have taken anything from any man by false accusation, I restore him fourfold. Jesus said unto him, This day, is salvation come to this house for as much as he is the son of Abraham. This day, God has, if you're visiting here this this evening, we welcome you. We have facilities for you to be baptised. We have an opportunity for you to come to know the Lord. Zacchaeus was a dishonest man. He made his living through dishonesty, through corruption. False accusations, it was reputed that even back there in trade that you were, there were certain fruits and goods that were not to be taken from one country to the other. And by false accusation, I could look through your goods and say, oh, you've taken this and you shouldn't, therefore you're going to have to pay me. That's one of the accusations of the false accusations. So he would then get money from that person who would be able to continue to trade, but he had to give money in order to do that. So he says here by false accusation, fourfold. In the book of Exodus, it's written there, this is where this fourfold bit, and they're just wondering whether Zacchaeus is already beginning to move toward the Lord, because in Exodus 22 verse 1 it says that if anybody stole a sheep, you would replace it fourfold. In the book of Second uh, Samuel, when uh, Nathan was called to go to David after David had done one of the most dishonest things in his life by having uh, Bathsheba, Nathan the prophet was called by the Lord to go to him and explain the story of a rich man who had all this cattle and a poor man who only had a lamb, a little ewe. And a, a, a traveller was going through. This is the example that Nathan gave to King David and said uh, in the story that the rich man didn't want to use his cattle, so he stole the lamb of the one who had a, the poor man who only had the one and was prepared to sacrifice that lamb instead of his own. And that says what well, David was exceedingly wroth and said 
whoever this man is, he's going to surely die and replace the sheep fourfold. And Nathan says to him, you're the man, what he did at the time. David's most dishonest moment, but he turned to the Lord and he was redeemed and forgiven of his sin. So there is a way. When Zacchaeus here, I don't think for a second that he was just making up these names. I wonder if already the light of Jesus Christ was already having an impact in his heart. Because in verse 3, it says he sought to see who Jesus was because he'd obviously heard about him at the time but hadn't met him face to face. Tonight you can't meet Jesus face to face. It's impossible. He's a spirit. But if you're visiting here tonight, the Lord is saying, I want to cut out from your life this day. And however old you are, 15, 25, 35, right through to 85, however old you are today, add up all your days, 365 times however old you are, how many days do you actually remember of your life? And yet for us here that have been baptised and spirit-filled, we remember vividly our day of salvation. This day is a day for you to come to the Lord. It will happen quickly. It's speedily because the day that I came to the Lord, it happened quickly, just like that. The build-up was there, build-up here for Zacchaeus. He wanted to meet Jesus. But on the day that he had Jesus in his home, this day is salvation come to your home. This day, tonight, is salvation come to you. Whether you've had a dishonest life, maybe to this very hour you have a dishonest heart, but you have an honesty toward the Lord that you want him to change your life, a little bit like Zacchaeus here and even King David back in the Old Testament. And maybe you've tried to fix things up and it hasn't worked, but you've turned to the Lord tonight and we've had a baptism tank here available for you. If you want to be baptised out in the ocean, not a problem. Pastor Chaz is ready to do that right now. <laughs> Aren't you, Chaz? The local pastor. Wherever you are, it happens quickly. The build-up might take years, but the day of salvation quickly comes upon you. What will you do tonight? Will you let this day go by and it never may comes back to you again? This is the day of your salvation. Today is the day of your salvation. The light of the grace of Jesus Christ is prepared to come into your heart today. It is a salvation that will change your life forever. It is instant, it's real, it's for you. And as we are mentioning before, people can stand toward the Lord and go, oh, Lord, I'm, you know, I'm righteous and look at me. You know, I'm not like them over there. Um, or maybe tonight you're saying you can't even lift up your eyes toward the Lord because of your life you've had. And Jesus Christ is prepared to meet you tonight and fill you with the Holy Ghost and change your life forever. It's the honesty that the Lord re- requires from us. There's a saying, If your success was earned through hard work and honesty, never, never apologize. Honesty is a choice between what is convenient and what is right. When dealing with honesty in your heart, the people around you, you'll earn respect, you'll gain trust, your loyalty will be returned, and your honesty will be appreciated. Even when you were kids, you're honest, you didn't get whacked by your parents, generally speaking, although that's not true always, so I can tell you that right here and now. Um, there was some false evidences on those ones. This is the day. 
The legacy that you can have. This is just quoting here from Shakespeare before. No legacy is so rich as honesty. You've looked to the Lord. You're trying to get it right. We've been there. We've had our day where we had to turn to the Lord all our sin. I wished I'd come to the Lord as a child. I wished I'd been brought up in the Lord. I wished I'd not experienced some of the things that we've, I've experienced in my life. But it was to be what the Lord is to be. We come to the Lord at the right time. All of us have been brought up in the world that have come to the Lord if we had a choice to have been brought up in the ways of the Lord Jesus Christ and never have tasted of the world would be going, praise the Lord. But it is what it is. So tonight is the night of your salvation. This day, let it be etched in your timeline. For all the days that you have on this earth, the day that you got saved, this is your day. And all the people said. 